The war has arrived at the gates of Hillis. This peaceful mining planet in System 4 is now completely encircled by the Dom's Armada. General Keck, Supreme Commander of the Alpha Forces, would like to take this opportunity to address a final message to the population. All right. Hello, welcome to the Cartridge Club. This is September's edition. Uh, it is the first of Season 4. So wow. we have uh, officially begun a new season. Uh, we're pretty excited about that. Uh, didn't think we'd make it through one year, let alone three. Uh, if yeah. you're new to the club, I'll quickly explain what it is. The Cartridge Club is a monthly video game club where members of all play the same game and discuss it on the forums. At the end of the month, we record a podcast with a rotating cast of guests, all drawn from the club members. Uh, so if you are not familiar with the forums, they can be found at www.cartridgeclub.org, where you can also find lots of other great podcasts, videos, and blogs, such as The Mighty Q-Dogs, and Then She Games, and Caught Me Gaming. So, uh, as I said, I'm player one. I am one half of the Cartridge Bros, uh, the co-founders, if you will, of the club. And we are joined today by three fantastic guests uh, whom I will introduce now. First up, we have a returning guest. She is uh, the unanimous vote for the Cartridge Club Queen. Uh, she is also the only person on Twitter who I fear bodily harm from. Um, she's one of the best bloggers I've ever read, uh, and I spend more time in the bathroom staring at her webpage than any other webpage on the internet. Her name is Lo, and welcome back, Lo. Yeah, I pretty much live here. It's <laughs> true. So uh, if there is some small chance that one of our listeners uh, doesn't know who you are already, why don't you let them know where they can find you and uh, what it is you're all about? Not entirely sure I can find me, but I guess a good place to start would be andthenshegames.com, and you will find links to whatever I'm doing there. It's... Uh... It's a great spot. Uh, Lowe's been blogging for a long time, and it's it's a really good read. Sometimes there's long gaps in between, but it's usually because she's working on something fantastic and not because she hates us. And by usually. fantastic, you mean my suicide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're really glad to have you back, Lowe. Uh, I don't think I don't think I've had a chance to talk to you for almost a year now, so it's uh, it's good to good to be back on the air with you. We need to stop being bad, fake brother and sister. <laughs> we do. That's right. <laughs> Mom's concerned. <laughs> uh, so next up, we have joining us from the the western state, uh, the western states. Is that the, the way you guys say that out there? The, the far west, the 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 rainy west. I'm not sure what they call it, uh, but he's, he's part Northwest. of a Pacific Northwest. That's what it's called. See, I knew you would be able to correct me. You are uh, our go-to guy for for facts and uh, information in the Cartridge Club. You are one half of the Q Dog household. Uh, you are Eric. I don't know why I'm saying it to you. I should be saying it to the listeners. I am off to a bad start tonight. Uh, thanks for thanks for joining this mighty Q dog. <laughs> thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, yeah. So again, same for you. Uh, when? Uh, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? What what it is you do? Holy shit! Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm Eric. I'm I have a with my wife Melissa. We have a channel called the Mighty Q Dog. And you can, uh, it's just our adventures and collecting and what we do each week and sort of reaching out to the Cartridge Club. And then we, you can also find us on Twitter. My wife is at uh, Mrs. Q-Dog, that's D-A-W-G, and I'm at Mighty Q-Dog. And after uh, I Q move in, I'll be at Low Q-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's awesome. Um, yeah, the Q-Dogs are fantastic. Their YouTube show is probably my most watched YouTube show. Uh, it's a five-minute quick weekly blog. 
uh, that's fantastic. Uh, it's very entertaining, but it's it's a hard and fast five minutes. Like Eric does not let that timer go over five minutes, so it's great. Yep. Um, so definitely check Thank them you. out. Thank you. So last we have joining us uh, a new Cartridge Club member. Uh, it's probably the reason that uh, I keep stumbling over my words because uh, new new guests always have me a little nervous. I'm always concerned of what they'll think of us uh, on the air as opposed to what they can just tweet privately. Um, so in this case, uh, she's joining us. She's from the YouTube channel Cannot Be Tamed, uh, where she does amazing video game reviews and has some of the best uh, replies to comments on the internet. Uh, as well, she is a co-host of the show Media Mavens, um, where she talks about just about every game I haven't played this year. Uh, so Pam, thank you for joining us and welcome to the club. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be on the show for the first time. Uh, we are definitely excited to have you. Um, when we had, uh, when you, when I reached out to you and you were like, because I think I initially asked you for Dead Space, mm -hmm. uh, and you mentioned that this game, uh, or it was either you or Will, one of you mentioned that this game was more in your wheelhouse. So uh, I was glad mm -hmm. to be able to, to snag you up for this one. Yeah, so, I'm excited to be on this one. Excellent. Why don't you let anybody who might not know uh, where they can find Media Mavens and where they can find your YouTube channel and what comments are acceptable and when you cross the line into <laughs> creepy foot comments. <laughs> oh, that might take a little while. Um, on YouTube, you can find me. My channel is called Cannot Be Tamed. And keep the comments on topic. Uh, you know, don't need to talk about my feet or... Um, huh my boobs, you know, all that stuff, not really necessary. Keep it on the topic of the game we're talking about. Um, and then Media Mavens, you can find at mediamavens.simplecast.fm and it's on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and pretty much all the places you can listen to podcasts. Excellent. So definitely check those out. Um, if you do have an urge to make comments about feet, go ahead and jump on over to, to our YouTube channel. Uh, PG and I <laughs> love, love discussing feet and we will send you pictures for a small fee. <laughs> uh, actually, if you want, you can watch P2 beat uh, or get the first star in Super Mario 64 with his feet. <laughs> that would be a new, uh, a new fetish market for that. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I'm done tripping over my words for this intro. Uh, I'm just going to sit quietly and let my hate build. P2, why don't you let everybody know what we've been playing? Oh, no, that was great, man. You're being too hard on yourself. You did great. Don't worry about it. All right. This month, we were playing a... It's one of those cult classics, I think you can call it, this sort of uh, grown over the years. It's uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Um, it was created by Ubisoft or Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Ubiquitous Software. Anyway, it's a third-person action-adventure game that originally came out in 2003 for every, all three consoles, but yeah, and PC. So PS2, GameCube, Xbox, and PC, and it was later released um, in an HD remastered format in 2011 on that gen so 360 and ps3 i guess um but yeah this was my first time playing through it i've heard a lot about this game a lot of people speak very highly of it um i know it was nominated for game of the year too when it first came out so i was really excited to try it out um but i don't want to say too much i want to ask you guys was this your first time playing eric was this your first time playing and maybe what was your first impressions when you put it in yeah, it was my first time playing, and I, I did play the HD remake on the uh, Xbox 360. Um, I bought the game back in 2003, or maybe it was 2004 when it first came out. <clears throat> and I popped it in then for uh, a few minutes, I suppose, and, and saw the introductory scene. So 
I don't really remember what I thought of it at that time, but, but this time playing it, I guess I went in with 10 years of sort of expectation that this was a cult classic, as you said. So I think my expectations were I was about to play a, a, a fantastic game that people are still talking about. Right. I was thinking the same thing when I turned it on. And, you know, I was really super excited. And uh, we're going to get into what we all thought of the game in a little bit. Um, but I had that same sort of hype. It's funny to have hype for a game that's 13 years old. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a new feeling for sure. Um, Pam, how about you? Is this your first time playing? No, I've played it a few times. Uh, I originally got it, uh, same thing, maybe 2003 or 2004 when it first came out. Um, played it on the PlayStation 2 and I really loved it back then. It sort of became one of my favorite games. So I had played it a few times over the years. And then for this playthrough, I did the HD, uh, HD remaster on uh, Xbox 360. Oh, awesome. I'm curious to hear, um, actually, I guess you could say it right now, was it a big difference, uh, the HD compared to the original PS2? Honestly, I'm not the type of person who notices video quality differences unless I'm looking at them side by side, which I wasn't. So um, I had just played a little bit of the PS2 to get some footage for a video, and I didn't notice a ton of difference. I mean, I think the graphics were probably smoother, but I I didn't notice a whole lot of change. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that because I also played the, uh, the PS2 version, and as I was playing it, I was... The whole time I'm wondering, should I have gotten the HD? Um, but I'm happy to hear it doesn't make too much of a difference. Um, Lo, how about you? Was this your first time through? I think for the first time in Cartridge Club history, I am doing the show for a game that I have not played before wow. and knew really nothing about. Um, I, I actually went into this with virtually zero expectations. In fact, I think the sum of my knowledge was what I got from Pam and watching her videos. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah, it's an interesting experience for me and it ended up uh, leaving me sort of unable to solidify my feelings about it in a sense, but I guess we'll get into that. <laughs> I know, we're all kind of dancing around it, I think. I, think and I did, uh, I actually put a poll on Twitter asking if I should play the original. I, I tend to be one of those people who I just prefer the original in most cases. Um, I'm not a big fan of remasters and remakes and re this and re that and yada, yada, yada. But I was told very vehemently that the HD is significantly better than the PS2. Okay. Um, so it was interesting to see okay, what cool. the, uh, the differences are. And the other thing is back in, uh, even back in 2003, like uh, my brother, P1, he's, he was playing on the GameCube. Um, and I was playing on the PS2, and I went over to his house. Was it just today, Sean? That was this morning. We were recording uh, CC Weekly. Right. Um, and his was clearer on, on the GameCube. On my PS2 one, there was a lot more fog, I guess you could say. It was more haze, I guess you could say. Um, which I just thought was part of the game. But on, on the GameCube version, it was a lot different. So I was surprised to see that. So it was almost like it was in the same generation, in the same year that it came out, two completely different qualities, I guess you could say. Were they released um, at the same time? Yeah, uh, actually the GameCube one and the PS2 one came out the same day. The Xbox 360 one was the same year, but it was later on. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, so I guess that's everybody's first impressions. And uh, I guess we'll whoa, whoa. What about me? <laughs> All right, I knew there was, <laughs> there was someone we were missing. 
not used to having you around anymore. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah I totally wasn't just going to skip over what you're about to say. That uh, <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to say. Maybe I'm going to say Go glowing, wonderful reviews. The uh, the PS2 actually. I read somewhere that all games in the PS2 had a filter uh, overlaid on them to make all of their games look that way. Um, Silent Hill 2 was so scary. Well, look at uh, Silent Hill 2, Shadow of the Colossus, Eco, uh, all of the Call of Duties that are on there, or Modern Warfare, sorry, uh, uh, Medal of Honors. I think, I think, I I remember reading that. I'm going to have to look into it, or Eric might know, but I thought there was like a perma filter placed on the PS2, um, which would be why it looked different. Yeah. See, back then, didn't do as many drugs, so they just (laughs) stuck it right in the system. That's right. Now you're forced. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. as far as me, yeah, this is the first time I played it. I was really excited. The GameCube, uh, I missed the entire GameCube uh, generation, essentially. So I have really just been getting back into it with the club. And my first experience was Eternal Darkness, which set the bar really, really high. Um, and I like a lot of Ubisoft titles. And I love the sort of cel-shaded art style. So I was really, really excited to play this. Uh, and when I first put it in, my initial thoughts were, this looks as good as I hoped it would look. Um, and that is... Uh, probably the best thing I can say. Um, yeah, I, I don't dislike it, uh, but I, I don't, I don't like it. Um, it's sort of in the middle for me. It's taupe. It's, you know, it's, it's tapioca. It's just, <laughs> it's there. Um, if it's my choice to, I, I, I think that unfortunately, because last month was Shovel Knight and, and the month before that was Majora's Mask, which I played through last month as well. And knowing Dead Space is next month, I think it was sandwiched in between a bunch of games that I love. And uh, because it didn't scream amazing at me, I think that's why uh, I was so uh, lukewarm, we'll say. Do you think if this was 2003, you would have uh, liked it more? I'd I'd probably be stoned. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Life on the GameCube. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, I don't know, because... I think I would have enjoyed it more. I just, I had a real, my, my, my biggest complaint, we'll get into it, I guess we'll get the gameplay, but my biggest complaint is with uh, the camera controls and uh, some of the angles they use. I don't know. And I just found that it's, it's, like it's not GameCube controller. All right. Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what I would feel like if it was 2003 because uh, I wouldn't have a lot of other great things to compare it to. I think for me, it was unfortunately sandwiched between a bunch of games that I love. Uh, and because it was just average, I found that uh, it didn't scream out at me. Okay, with that said, let's get into the story of the game.
The game revolves around Jade. It's a female protagonist, which I think is great. And she's not overly sexualized. And it's just a, a normal person, which is rare to see in video games, especially 2003. So kudos to that. I actually got kind of an Alex vibe from her from Half-Life 2. Uh, actually, there's a lot in the, about this game that I sort of related to Half-Life 2. It's, it's like Half-Life 2 Lite, I think, is how I would easily describe the game. But it does revolve around Jade. She is a young photojournalist. Um, she looks after orphaned children with her uncle, Paige, who's also like a pig human. So it quickly lets you know that um, space travel's a thing. You know, there are many species that sort of can you know, know one another, I guess. But yeah, that, like that's the basic premise of it. Let's talk a bit about Jade, I guess, and, and, and how the game opens up. Um, Eric, what did you think about the opening of the game? Well, uh, I don't know. I guess it it kind of it it kind of left you. It, it's very it was startlingly quick, right? It, it throws you right in. Um, are we allowed to talk spoilers or? Yeah, of the course. Whole thing? Yeah, I mean it's right in the first five minutes, so I guess I can say you know, yeah. it throws you right in. You're you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you're attacked. There's an attack coming in. And uh, it pretty it throws you right into gameplay pretty quickly. So um, it was uh, it was definitely moving fast there at the beginning. You don't really know what's going on. You don't know much about this place, this planet. What's going on? All you know is that these aliens or something are attacking you, and and you've got to defend yourself. Right. Um, so I, I thought it was fine. I, I it, it introduced you to the controls right away, and 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 kind of threw you into this world without a lot of backstory, which. Uh, I guess in this case, I, I can appreciate. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, it sort of started off pretty quick. You don't really have time to get to know the main character because before, just as you're getting used to seeing what they even look like and interacting with the environment a tiny bit, there is, like you said, an alien attack. And that's what this game is really all about. You are living on the planet Hillies, which is under attack from the Doms, which is this alien species coming down. It's abducting people, and nobody really knows why, I guess. Um, and that's your whole purpose of the game is to try and figure that out. Um, what did you think about the the intro sequence, Pam? I like the intro sequence. I like how quickly it got into things. Um, when I was originally playing this game, I was really into RPGs, and RPGs just take so long to get started. So this just like throws you right into it, uh, yeah. like you know, within that five minutes. So it's uh, it's nice and quick, and it grabs you. Fast and it gives you a little taste of sort of what you'll be getting for the rest of the game. Definitely, definitely. Um, and did anybody else find it startling that your uncle was kind of a pig? Um, <laughs> Not and, uh, yeah, 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 he is a pig, I guess. Yeah. He's a wow, it's sad. It sounds like I'm kind of insulting him, but he's actually a swine. <laughs> I guess I should specify. Um, but yeah, and then all of a sudden there's aliens coming down. There's a lot going on there once. Um, Lo, what did you think about the generally agree with what's been said. Um, I think the intro to the game is one of the better parts of the game, honestly. Um, you know, it sets the, it gives you the expectation that things are going to move at this pace, whether or not it held up. Hmm. But when this game does story, it does it very well. It's, it's really strong. It's got that sort of sci-fi mess to it. And then, of course, you, you don't know anything at this point, so you're just being thrown in. Here you are with your freaky walk. I don't know what happened to this girl that made her walk that way. <laughs> and then, yeah, you're, you're surrounded by these creatures, and 
something's attacking and you didn't pay the bill. Oh yeah, that's right. Ship breaks part. loose. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. So yeah, there's like this shield, this uh, yeah, shields that go up over your your island and it helps protect the kids and everybody from this alien attack. But you can't power your shield up because you didn't pay your power bill. That's pretty priceless. Priceless. Um, yeah. So what did you think about the aliens and uh, and and the first time you get to attack there, P uh, P one. I liked. I agree with uh, everybody. Like, I like how it was. The game starting. You're a minute and a half in. You're in combat. You're fighting. Um, I liked that it was sort of, hey, we're under attack. Let's figure out what's going on. It's a great way to introduce the controls. Uh, Playing with the GameCube controller. Anytime I get to smash that A button uh, is a good time. (laughs) (laughs) It just screams, hit me. Um, I I, uh, yeah, I liked. I like the design of them. I think they look cool. I really, I really, really love the art style of the game. and I like how fast you got into things. Uh, I didn't notice anything wrong with her walk. Every every woman I know walks like that, so I'm not sure what Lowe's talking about. Uh, <laughs> I'm still perfecting my bayonetta stance. You, know? <laughs> you need bigger heels. <laughs> and your legs need to be six feet long. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With a two inch two inch weight or two inch uh, torso. <laughs> Some of my body doesn't make six feet, so I'm kind of screwed in that department. <laughs> But uh, no, I liked uh, I liked the aliens. I liked the design of it. I like that they're sort of bombarding. Because if I was going to invade somewhere, I would bomb the shit out of them first. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a good fast paced start. Uh, and I, again, I agree with Pam. I play a lot of RPGs as well, and those are you really like an RPG start is like slipping into a warm bath with a couple of candles lit. You know what I mean? You got a glass of wine. You're opening up a good book, and you got a lot of time to ease into that. But with this, it was nice. It was you know it was what. Game on. Analogy. I don't know. I got nothing, <laughs> a, a, nothing faster than a, than a bag. I guess a shower. It's a it's a quick shower uh, after a sweaty PT session at uh, boot camp <laughs> <laughs> with forty five other dudes. <laughs> wow, pleasant. All right, um, but yeah, that is the intro. It leaves you with a lot of questions too, because um, it is so fast. Um, you fight off these aliens, and all of a sudden, these spaceships show up, and they uh, they're supposed to be there to protect you. They're the uh, what are they called again? The guys that are Fuck. supposed to... Alpha sections. Yes, alpha sections. So they show up, and they're supposed to be like the protectors of the world. They're like keeping the doms away from the devil. Um, but Paige shows, you know, he's a little weary of them. He doesn't think that they're really there to help. Um, and yeah, that sort of leads Jade down this path. So like we said earlier, they couldn't pay the power bill, so Jade is looking for a chance to make some money. Um, some people have offered to have her take pictures of species around the world so that they can record it, make more money. This, um, as long as it's another mission, leads her to the Iris Network, which is this sort of underground network that is trying to take down the Alpha section, which is supposedly, according to them, actually with the DOMs and working against. Um, That's sort of how it starts off. The rest of the game is her working with the Iris Network, trying to bring them down essentially um yeah yeah i guess that's about it what did you think about the iris network when you first heard of mp1 uh and what did you think about that mission where the guy sent you to the black isle and he's got that like limousine thing thing oh yeah uh totally legitimate mustache yeah that's (laughs) right that's right um i uh I didn't. I didn't. I disagree with Low. I didn't like the story. 
I felt <laughs> I felt like it was uh, obtuse. It was confusing. Uh, why is the Z capitalized in DOMS? Uh, <laughs> I just I did not like it, and I hated uh, all of the side characters other than JJ, except, except for those kids. Those kids. Um, so yeah, so if uh, if the if the cast of characters had been uh, Jade and like a couple of those very quiet kids who weren't super annoying um, and didn't constantly speak like uh, Paige and Double H, I think I would have enjoyed it more. But I didn't I didn't like the story. I didn't uh, I wasn't sold on the invasion because as far as I could tell, it's a single fucking island in the middle of this ocean. Uh, so why would these guys even bother invading them? Like. There was, like, maybe... Because the city wasn't jammed with people. There was maybe 40 people in the city. Like, that's not really an invasion. That's uh, that's a night at the dome. Like, uh... Did you finish the game? No, I got a... I am in the sausage factory. What's it called? Slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say you get your answer. No. Uh, well, I won't. Um... <laughs> well, that's why I'm here to spoil everything. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like this. The story didn't grab me, um, which I, I was willing to overlook because it's an action adventure game. So as long as you have tight controls and uh, and some decent graphics, then the the story can can be a little lax. But you know, one out of three ain't bad, I guess. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, Eric, how about you? What did you think about? You know what? What did you think about the overall story? Let's just. Well, I guess I thought it was okay. I wasn't. Uh, maybe at the end of the day, I thought it was uh, a little bit, um, oh, what do I want to say? Simplistic or predictable? I, I yeah. you know, you, look, 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 I mean, what I'm referring to specifically there is, you know, right at the beginning of this, you know, you're told that the alpha sections are protecting the, the populace and all of that stuff. But then there's this rebel group, the I Iris, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, as soon as you hear about them, you're going to learn that they in fact do have the truth they do know the truth they are the right they are the good guys and they're going to end up being you know the good guys at the end of this thing so in that sense i mean i i wasn't surprised by that part of it now it's quite possible there are parts of the the, the story i don't i didn't you know fully grasp but i thought the story was fine it was not earth shattering i, I thought it was you know, pretty run-of-the-mill but uh, i enjoyed it yeah Fair enough. I think I have a kind of a similar experience. Um, nothing was really... There weren't any major twists, and the one twist that they do give you sort of seemed irrelevant in the end, um, which we will get into very shortly. Um, but it does seem pretty straightforward. When you meet that Iris network, they are exactly what they say, and they do know all the answers. Um, if in the end, the Iris network, although they were working against the Doms, ended up knowing what you were and were somehow trying to use that to their advantage as well. That would have been a little bit deeper, I think. Um, but we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, Lo, what did you think about the overall story? If you look at like a construction of any good story, you know, it's got a strong premise, it's got a strong dialogue, it's got strong characters, and a strong environment. This game's kind of 50-50. Um, mm. It doesn't quite have everything it takes to be great, I found. Um, like I said, when when the game does story, it does it really well. Like that fast-paced intro and even the, the the end of the game. Yeah, the the revelation is a bit iffy, but 
<laughs> that whole kind of section of everything coming together was really solid. I think the problem with this game is everything in between. Hmm. You're getting just little chips from time to time instead of like a solid chunk of story and then a bit of gameplay, solid chunk of story. Again, I'm the RPGer as well, so I'm kind of difficult to please in that department. Hmm. But I in in the grand scheme of things like i'm thinking back like what were the sections of this game and what happened and i i can't remember like i i know what the slaughterhouse is i don't remember what i did in the slaughterhouse or why i was even there you probably cursed a lot and threw your controller well i do that regardless <laughs> so um in the end i just i found it really underwhelming um the, the pieces that i do like i thought were great but overall it was less than stellar Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think I can echo a lot of what you said. The thing about this game is there's nothing I didn't really like. I mean, there's a part in the slaughterhouse I wasn't too fond of, but for the most part, I liked the game. But like, I, I, I like deeper story too. I understand exactly what you're saying. But anyway, how about you, Pam? What did you think about the overall story? Um, I thought it was okay. Um. I think that given the sort of time period of when this game was uh, developed and then released, there was definitely some sort of real world influences in there about how there's this government force, the alpha sections, which is supposed to be protecting the the public and maybe they don't actually have their best interests in mind. So I, I, I liked that. Um, I also really liked how the gameplay and sort of Jade's character and the story worked together, like how she was a photojournalist. So that was the like mechanic of how she got the truth out to people and the work that she did for the Iris Corporation. That's a great point. That camera was a huge part of this game and it was probably one of my favorite parts of the game. And the fact that you do use it to take pictures to sh get proof of showing that the government conspiracy that is a pretty good point and i think i did overlook that i think that's a good point yeah that is tying that in that way tying it in with the you're using the camera to get the photos to release in these underground newspapers i do like that that is that is a good way to tie the story and the gameplay together you're not just running around kicking the shit out of people and then you know what i mean screaming from the rooftops conspiracy conspiracy you're giving them photo proof um yeah. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like Eric said, simplistic. It, it, even if the story is a little simplistic, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, not everything has to be uh, a Kojima game, right? Like, yeah, fair enough. I I, I really I really want to like it. I really do. Uh, I and I I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. Like, I, there's no emotional response or my blood good spoiling, and I want to start ranting and raving like uh, I don't know Resident Evil Four. Um, <laughs> I just <laughs> I uh, I just didn't. It was just so middle of the road for me i don't know you guys right. are making it sound better it makes me want to continue playing in that awful awful sausage factory getting through that slaughterhouse is the hardest part but once you are through it, it really isn't i mean it's not a bad game anyway okay let's talk a bit about the characters themselves uh let's talk about jade did anybody not like jade i think jade was great I like the sounds of this. <laughs> That's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, Lo, what did you think about Jade as a as a uh, main character? Um, it's always good to see the, the strong female protagonist in a game, especially at the time. It was a little more difficult to see that, so that was brave of them. Um, initially, I mean, my my first impression of her was like, yeah, I like her. I can get behind this. And then I like I started kind of fighting with my feelings about the voice actor. 
because in the beginning I thought she was great and there was like this delivery of attitude and then I guess as I got to to know the character more I started to struggle with whether or not it was cohesive there was just certain lines she would say that came out wrong or something there were (laughs) certain points of this game where you could tell it was a person standing in front of a microphone reading off a page instead Uh of conversing and Uh interacting Reading, reading off a page (laughs) <laughs> go back to mute <laughs> so um overall i liked her I, i'm trying to get over the age of the game and things like that but fair enough fair enough all right well it sounds like everybody liked like jay pam what did you think of jade especially back when it first came out uh, I really liked Jade. Uh, it was nice, first of all, when it first came out to actually have a female protagonist who was not, you know, in a bikini or something. Right. Um, and then I just really liked that she was sort of multifaceted. Like they didn't just try to turn her into generic action hero number 104. <laughs> like true. she has a lot of aspects, like she's a caregiver to an, the orphanage of children and she's a photojournalist and she's, you know, a lot of the she engages in a lot of combat, but she also goes the stealthy way a lot of times. So I enjoyed that she seemed sort of well well rounded. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I always forget that they were at the start of this game, they were literally just taking care of orphans. Like how you can't have two better heroes, right? <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Um what did you think, Eric, about Jade? Oh yeah, I guess I can I can repeat back, you know, some of the things that have been said. I mean <clears throat> I guess I did kind of like that they they kind of gave her a little bit of a of a background and then tied it into what's happening in the game. It's not like the game started and you know she's got no background like and now you're here to save the world. No, they she was a photojournalist and she took care of these these orphans and they contacted her or she was doing some stuff regarding photographing these animals because of that role and I think uh I like that part of it and and I guess as mentioned before um you know, she's just an. She wasn't over sexualized, right? She was just a character in the game, and uh, I guess I, as far as her personality goes, I I don't really have a problem with her. She she was fine, and uh, yeah, I, I don't really. She was she was a fine character. I I I guess I don't feel strongly about her one way or another. Was, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, she was just there. And, <laughs> fair enough. Nothing fair enough. remarkable. Actually, we can get on to Paige now because, you know what? Paige is a pretty big part of the game. He is sort of the main sidekick for a good chunk of it. Um, he's actually, he plays, you know, as Jade's uncle. You find out later on, and we're going to get to the end in a second, that he uh, served kind of a higher purpose than that. But, yeah, he is sort of her uh, her partner, I guess you could say. Um, he's pig. He's a pig, like I said. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, I actually liked page um at first i didn't really care for him but i actually kind of grew attached to him a little bit uh there's a point in the game where he gets taken from you he gets kidnapped um by the dumps um and you have to sort of save him Uh, and i sort of fell for for her and him at that point especially when you listen to that disc that he left her uh, which opens up a lot of things uh but p1 what did you think about page uh, when he got kidnapped, that was probably the happiest moment of the game for me um, <laughs> until I met Double H, and then I immediately wanted Paige back. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about double H at the same time too, then. So, uh, so double H is uh, he's like everybody I work with. He's a meathead who does exactly what he's told. Uh, he follows orders. He's not very bright. Um, yeah, but Paige, I don't know. It was uh, he. I just the 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 constant chatter, um, and. I, I assume it's just in combat to help you remi- remind remember, remind you that you know use them as a as a duo, but uh, it's just it was so nonstop and it just drove me. That's why I was like, man, those kids are so quiet. They didn't say fuck all. I couldn't have been here with one of those kids, you know. Um, but I, I like that. I like that none of them are a hero. You know what I mean? There's no hero of time. There's no you're the chosen one. It's you're a girl with a camera and you take good photos. You know what I mean? You want to do yeah. this or not? Um, yeah, you need to finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, Eric, what did you think about Double H and Paige, the, the side character? Well, I mean, I, I guess I thought they were... I, I don't know. I, Double H, is, I guess, is easier to talk about because he's... Uh, He's as P1 described him. He's, he's sort of this weird caricature. Uh, he was. I, I wasn't annoyed by either of these characters or their chatter. I, I, I guess I found it. I, I found it okay. I, but it's as P1 described. He, he's kind of a meathead. And he, he does what he's told. And he's repeating these lines. I guess the, you know, I got maybe if there was an annoyance, that was he kept saying the same things over and over again. True. Um, he didn't have a lot of variety in what he said, um, and I guess I think P1's right. I think he's that 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 commentary actually helped remind me that uh, some of the some of the puzzles were to be solved two player. Right? It, it took right. me uh, even throughout the entirety of the game. I would often forget. Oh yeah, I can use him to to do you know certain actions for me and solve these puzzles. So. I was a little bit surprised, I think, because I, you know, it's it's been 13 years or something. I've known about this game, and I'd never heard of Double H until I played the game. And but Page, I've I've known about. So I guess I was a little bit surprised he wasn't in the game as as much as I thought he would be. Um, I guess the the final thing I'd say about Page, he, he seemed fine. He, he was sort of a gruff, uh, you know, uh, engineering or technical kind of guy. Uh, I don't know why, if there's any symbolism there, I missed it. I don't know why they made him a pig. Yeah, uh, he was the only one of his kind. There were a lot of uh, people in the game that were different, you know, species, uh, different animal species, you know, like mixed with human, right? right? But Paige was the only one of his kind. I don't know what kind of relevance that has or why they chose a pig of all of all things, but... Uh, Generally speaking, I, I found the characters okay and not too annoyed by them. I just, they were there. I'm noticing a theme. It's just sort of bland. Like they're just there. They help get things along, but they don't really do anything for us. I, is what it seems um, on an emotional level. Although when they did take Paige, uh, a little bit, I felt it a little bit, but nothing, nothing like it should have been. Um, but it's well, a good point. Why is it a pig? That that part with Paige, you know, if I can comment on that a little bit, Go ahead. up until that point in the game, there that point where they took Paige and that disc that he gives you seemed, on an emotional level, like five x more emotional than anything that had been up to that game at that point. True. 
and I, I almost found it jarring because I'm like, well, okay, th this is really <laughs> like emotionally deep and I'm just playing this game. I, I wasn't expecting this kind of thing. So I don't know if other people had that experience or not, but I found it a little bit out of place almost in the game at that point. But after, you know, as you continue through the game, maybe, maybe it does seem appropriate, but there was nothing in the game up until that point that led me to expect an emotional thing like that. It's so true. It is like night and day. They even have that really somber, sad music playing when she's, when she's listening to it. It is jarring. That's a good, good word for it. Um, Lo, what did you think about the supporting characters? I think Paige is the only one I didn't want dead. Yeah. Um, I thought I agree. <laughs> in in they established him immediately as the sort of over the top, you know, loud, almost stereotypical kind of character, comic relief. And he he continues to serve. He's that emotional counterpart to Jade, and and just like um, Mighty Key Dog said, in the first chunk of the game, you don't really get any of that sort of insertion. All you know is that you're bonded to this character. And so when he's taken away, it, suddenly that serves as the whole premise for the rest of the game, really, because you're kind of chasing after him, trying to get him back. And then all of the uh, activities that happen after that point, it's an emotionally charged motivation. So I think that moment was actually quite crucial for this game, because without that, if, if so, anything else had happened, if you just had continued chasing after the doms or whatever, it would have been even less as a story yeah that's a good point but With getting back that, to the characters yeah. uh i noticed nobody mentioned secundo yet and oh, that's gotta be because he serves exactly zero purpose in the whole yeah. fucking game what except is to he? congratulate you and then to completely change everything at the end of the damn story yeah where did he come from like i, I, I was sort of waiting for some backstory on that but it just never came he's just some weird holographic hacker yeah, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah, Secundo. And then the premise for the whole game being Spanish, I guess. I don't really <laughs> know who made that decision, but bravo. Bravo. <laughs> well said. And then, yeah, double douchebag I could do without. Uh, oh, double. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, my. Yeah, when... Uh, what was it? Yade. He used to call her Yade. My God, that got an old fast. Good work, Yade. It's like, oh, do not want to hear that again. Do I even want to take this picture? I don't know. Um, Pam, how about you? What did you think about the supporting characters? Um, well, I like them in a way. Uh, I, I like when games have some sort of like narration to them. So I found a lot of the times Paige and Double H sort of served that function to, you know, comment on what was going on. Uh, I liked Paige. I was pretty sad when he got taken away. Double H was a little annoying, but I was mostly annoyed when I would hit him in combat and he would complain yes. and I was just just like just move away if you don't want to be hit Christ like I know. I'm using a, a giant stick here why the fuck are you standing right next to me <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, but I did like the sort of two person puzzles and uh, the combat combos with your uh, partner and I do like in general having a sidekick in the game um, I did find Double H a little annoying although he got better as it went I think I agree. Um, I sort of got used to him too. Uh, it, uh, I like the word that Eric used, which was jarring. 
when you first meet him, his dialogue is also jarring. It, it's the game keeps going one way and then it jolts you with this sad part. And then you have Double H, he shows up right after that and completely ruins any emotional connection you had. Um, but what can you do? Right? Um, but yeah, I think other than that, was there any other supporting characters you guys wanted to talk about? Maybe somebody from the Irish Network or anything? Um, I like shirt, what... cat lady, and the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's I it. Like <laughs> that's all I got. Network was made up of all these different sort of anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. It yeah. sort of added a little bit to the setting and the place of the game. But uh, I didn't like how the mayor wouldn't send you information until you sent her a picture. Like there were some yeah. places like, I just want the code to leave the building. And she's like, nope, you got to get the evidence first. Like, right. oh, so you're going to leave me in the slaughterhouse? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty forever. harsh. Who's the real monster here? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty harsh. Um, Lo, did you say orange shirt? Big orange sweater. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That's so funny. I forget his name, too. He's the guy that pretends to be some guy who has an employer. Anyway, so yeah. weird. So many weird things about this game. Um, oh, you know, we didn't talk about the Mama Go Shop people, the, the Rhino people. Um, so yeah, to get to upgrade your ship, you have to go to this Mama Go shop. We're getting the pearls in a bit, but uh, yeah, sort of like a Jamaican reggae theme, I guess. This area. Yeah, um, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to talk on about that briefly. There's sort of a sure. multiculturalism in this game, right? I mean, you've got, yeah. and it's not it's not broad, but right. you've got sort of the the rhinos and the Jamaican theme at the Mama Go, right? And you've got yeah. I think Lo mentioned it earlier, sort of a Hispanic or a Latino flavor mm -hmm. uh, on some of the characters. And we'll talk about this when we talk about the, the music later, but the, the race music. And then um, yeah. you've got the, uh, and I'm going to forget his name, um, sort of an Asian. He was sort of the shop. Uh, Ming. Ming. Ming Zhu. Which, yeah. which has definite Asian. So, And then you've got these different creatures, these different uh, people around the world that are all these different animals, right? You've got Paige, who's a pig, and you've got these people who I think are goats and um, the rhinos. And there were some people in the Akuta bar that were one of them, I think was like a shark person. Rufus. Yeah, and there was the guy who was tending bar. And I can't even remember what species he was. And the guy playing the, the puck game. So I don't really have anything to say, profound to say about it, but there is definitely a multicultural sort of mixing of of, of uh, cultures in this game and and in the style of the game. It's a good point, which I found interesting. I it is interesting, and the fact that they just, chose different places around sort sort of different ethnicities from our world, and just instead of saying they're from China, they're just all right. You're this animal now. You're, you're from Jamaica. Okay, you're a rhino now. It's it is sort of interesting yeah. that they chose to do that. Hmm. Definitely not necessary, but makes it unique, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they decided on those pairings, but I think it was their way of sneaking in the picture taking aspect, because you're charged oh, yes. with photographing every species on the planet. Right. Sure. And so by just the, the people you interact with on a day to day basis are all different species, and then you take pictures of them, which. I don't know. I think I'd be a little bit weirded out if I was in a bar and somebody just started snapping pictures of me. <laughs> that, that doesn't happen to you guys all the time. 
I don't have a horn. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, any other characters anybody wanted to talk about? If not, let's get into. How about the, the dog? <laughs> there was a dog. There's a dog at the lighthouse. Yeah. Oh right. Like wrestle him. And he yeah. kind of looks like a dog and kind of looks like a polar bear. Yeah, polar bear dog. Right. Even the pets are different animal hybrids. <laughs> Certainly an interesting game. Um, let's get into the second sort of half of the story and the end of the game. Uh, let's wrap up the story. Uh, so you discover the Iris Network, who tells you the office sections are essentially working with the DOMs. You then go to these different locations to find proof to show everybody that, hey, the office sections are bad. We got we to gotta take them out as well. Uh, that all happens. It leads you to the moon. You go to the moon. And... Uh, yeah, this sort of this is where you find Paige. You get him back, but he's dead. But you bring him back to life because you have powers. Um, but you don't know about it. Like this, this is sort of when it becomes awakened. Uh, and then you have the final boss fight, and that is the conclusion of the game. Just from hearing that, P one. What uh, what do you think? Magic blood. So she, yeah, that's right. So she is sort of, um, I don't want to say the child of... Magic blood! The, <laughs> she's not like the child of the bad guy. She, she's like the essence of him or something. His power. Yeah, she's a, so she, like, she, she's like a horcrux? What? Come on, man. <laughs> I was wondering what you think about what you missed. <laughs> I liked it better when she was just a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck. Okay. Well, so what would they have done if... So let's say she doesn't grow up to be a photographer. Let's say she grows up to be a fucking uh, world-class chef. You know what I mean? What, quick, Jade, we need you to make lemon meringue for everybody so they can find out that the fucking alpha section is... Come on, man. But I don't think she'd be living with a pig, number one. I don't know. She was cooking, maybe. <laughs> hey, Uncle P, I need some bacon. Come here. <laughs> she'd have some good knife skills. She would, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, Paige I guess. Her. Um, him essentially from the bad guy steals him, steals her from him or something um, on behalf of Jade's parents. I don't really know. Um, I'm going to get Pam to explain the, the end of the story for me. <laughs> See, yeah. I don't know that I can explain it. I felt the <laughs> twist ending was not not necessary at all. Like I was happy to have Jade just be a photojournalist uncovering the truth and eventually defeating the bad guys finding out she's like this chosen one who has control over them and i was just like ah, i don't think that's needed like this didn't really add anything to the story yeah i, I completely agree and i was going to ask the same question it it seems completely unnecessary and unless you're going to use it to set up another game well and it's been 13 years so I've I've heard tell of a sequel, but why did they do that? Why was that even necessary? It, I, I completely agree, Pam. It was intended to be a trilogy. Oh, okay. So the guy well, who wrote it, um, yeah. it's obvious something's left to be said here, and I guess they intended to carry that on into the sequel, which is allegedly now in production. But apparently, they're um, smashing together what would have been two and three into one game. So okay. we're kind of hoping for answers in there. Oh, that's going to be awesome. But um, if if I recall correctly, <laughs> basically the the leader of the Doms, the priest or the god or whatever the hell he was, mm. um, 
he claimed he was chasing down Jade because like we said, she's the chosen one or whatever. And he requires her to live. He's dying. Yeah. And he needs her to live and to carry on the doms. And so that's why he's been seeking her out and sending all of the little minions out to find her. And um, so I guess once upon a time, Jade, when Jade was left with Paige, she, I guess, maybe wasn't uh, supposed to look human or something. He says, they made you human. Right, yeah. And then she, like, lights up green or some shit. And then it's, I guess, I don't know if it's implied that she's supposed to be a Doms. Yeah, But that's also because she carries that power, she was able to revive Paige. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, it certainly seems like they were trying to set something up that didn't really have a lot of relevance to this game. and and maybe uh, maybe we'll see. I, I'm curious. So I think Paige, it was a poor shot at a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. So Paige brings her to this planet um, by the request of what he says is Jade's parents. So who are Jade's parents um, in regards to her being the essence of this creature? Like, I'm not really sure how that all ties. Does it explain who her parents? She's are? not the essence of the creature. They put the essence of the creature inside her. She's just but, a but they said they made her human. Like I don't understand how they made. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this, this is the wishy washy part that was never explained. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then at the very end, after the credits, it shows Paige with like this uh, alien thing growing on his hand or whatever, um, which yeah. clearly was supposed to be set up for the sequel. Well, she uh, transferred something to him when she revived him. Right. Right. Um. So maybe ah. she is like the mother of uh i don't know (laughs) it's really weird um yeah any other thoughts uh on the second half low again like up until that that final level i can't even remember (laughs) i just remember a whole lot of upgrading my ship and a whole lot of shooting stuff okay and a whole lot of double (laughs) douchebag yeah there was a lot of (laughs) double douche yeah all right, so that is the story of Beyond Good and Evil. If it sounds like something you'd be interested in playing, definitely wait to hear the next section that we talk about because it may compel you more. Okay, so with that said, let's get into the gameplay. Propaganda. 
So first up, we have the controls. Um, sort of the most important part of any game, I suppose. Uh, were they smooth? Uh, did anybody have any problems with them? I'm gonna start with Pam. <laughs> um, uh, my problems were 100% from the camera, which I guess is sort of related to the controls. <laughs> but uh, I found that no setup felt right ever. Like if I do like, cause they had the, in the options, they had two things. They had the look mode. And then I think the photo mode that you could invert. And generally when I play games, I am a Y axis inverter. So I go to invert, but it like inverts the Y axis and the X axis, which is really weird. So just no, nothing ever felt natural. Even to the point where when I finished the game and went on to play like Deus Ex, nothing felt natural there. It like broke me for a, a good week or two. It took me it took me a while to relearn how to play video games after I played this. Yeah, I hear you. I had the exact same issue. Um, I, I, I like the controls the same way that you just said. Um, so I hear you. Other than that, any other uh, thoughts or concerns that you had? Um, Control-wise? Control-wise, no. I think they were pretty good um, yeah. in terms of like taking the pictures and the combat and everything, I think they were fairly smooth. Occasionally I would run into a little issue. Um, there was one specific spot in the alpha sections, little stealth bit where I was like stealthing along a wall and I had to go around a corner and I just kept falling off. Oh. Um, like I couldn't, I couldn't smoothly round the corner. I would just kept falling off the ledge. Uh, but generally I found other than the camera, it was, it was pretty good. Okay, same here. Um, somebody else wanted to say something there. Um, Lo, was that you? What were you going to say, Lo? <laughs> uh, I've got plenty to say, but no. Go ahead, then. Wasn't trying. Um, for the most part, I found the controls were actually pretty smooth, um, in the HD edition anyway, on the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. um, again, yeah, the camera was a bit iffy, to say the least, especially in the vehicles. I found navigating any sort of tight section or when you're under any kind of stress like in the the looters caverns that was definitely a controller smash moment for me <laughs> trying to keep up with those bastards and yeah the, I, I don't even know where i'm looking and then um like pam said there were certain sort of stealth moments where you'd have to try to line up your movement with your camera and it just would not mesh yeah. <laughs> it would not cooperate and I also noticed um, a lot of the times that I would bring my camera up, it would for some reason shoot off into the distance, regardless of what I was looking at. So I would go to take a picture of a creature who was standing still and hosing down a vehicle in the water and scratching his ass. But when I pulled up my camera, it would just completely swing around the corner and try to take a picture of nothing in particular. And I couldn't figure out why. Yeah. So especially when you're um, trying to take pictures during battle, like that was super annoying. Yeah, because you yeah, have so had to, uh, limited time to get that done before you got shot. Yeah. And um, lining up the camera sometimes was a bit of a pain too. Like it's super picky. Yeah, it was uh, one way or the other. It sort of swung really quick, and yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like everybody's pretty similar. How about you, Eric? Yeah, I'll just repeat the camera thing was the biggest problem uh, for the same reasons that uh, that Pam mentioned. I like to use invert Y, but it inverted both Y and X. Other than that, um, 
and maybe this is delving into combat a little bit too much. The, I thought okay. the controls were fine because for the most part, uh, I guess I guess I am thinking of combat. Uh, I just mashed the button. <laughs> and yeah. that actually got me through the entire game but we can get to that so yeah i i didn't really think that the controls were they were fine they were they were serviceable except for the camera which which was was awful okay seems to be everybody seems to be in the same boat um i think one person disagrees though uh p1 what was you list. trying to say something oh the list. list oh <laughs> That's all the um, time you have for controls. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. So first off, the good. Um, it's it's easy. Oh, the yes. game is easy. The puzzles are not difficult. You will figure them out easily. Um, the I like the that the stealth parts actually. You I feel like you actually have the choice between stealth or attacking. You do have you can navigate your way through these guys, uh, or you can get up and fight them. Even more, I would say it, it actually probably rivals Metal Gear for its ability. To slip in and out of stealth modes. Um, I like that it auto uh, places your back against the wall when you're close to a corner. Um, and uh, that's all the good I have here. So, <laughs> um, not only so the camera, it's the there's the camera like your your photo camera, and then there's the camera and you're controlling, and they're set to different. So when you go in Burt camera, it flips them both, but they're fucking opposite. They're like right for the beginning. So the, the the photo camera is uh, Y and X, and then the controls camera is inverted Y and X. So you hit okay invert. Well, so then in the control camera becomes Y and X regular, and then the photo camera becomes inverted Y and X. Like why the f- no no either A give me the option to invert both X and Y individually. Kingdoms mm-hmm. of Amalur had the same issue, um, but did. luckily it was set up for the way I liked it, so I didn't care. Um, it's not happy <laughs> and. Give me the option to invert the fucking camera and the camera. Uh, like, what are you fuck? Oh, that was. I said there's nothing I hated, but I may have hated that. Um, uh, you don't say. It was ridiculously frustrating. Uh, as well, uh, Lowe mentioned it. When you are being attacked, you have to take a picture of every fucking thing in this game. Um, so when I'm getting attacked, I whip my camera out, I line it up, I go to take the shot, and it hits me. So instead of standing there and taking the fucking photo like a real photojournalist would do as the bombs are falling around me and the buildings are collapsing and people are screaming and there's blood spraying you know all bullets are flying past your head and you take that picture because you get that shot i get hit by whatever i get hit by i get slightly nudged by a fucking enemy and i'm throwing the camera away and i'm falling back and i'm stumbling is this what ptsd looks like when you're in the canadian military <laughs> it is like, just stay i i have to get shots of these fucking things before i kill them just stand there and take the fucking photo if i lose a half a heart because i got hit while i'm taking the photo that's fine it's better than losing six hearts because i have to keep trying to fucking refire re, 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 refocus this camera oh my so uh... you were, so the controls were okay then the stealth parts of this game are really exceptionally well done they're better than last of us because you can actually stealth through rooms and then you get to the end of the room and it doesn't end in a giant fucking gunfight anyway like Naughty Dog <laughs> did with Last of Us so um, what about in your, in your hovercraft did you like uh, how that controlled and fighting uh no uh, well I, did, uh, I didn't really fight that much with it I just held down the button waited for it to lock on and then hoped for the best <laughs> um, the only right. times I really used my gun was in the races as I was shooting the other racers yeah fair <laughs> enough yeah, uh, all right. I just oh, the, the camera, that. the, the yeah. gameplay really uh, it took me out of it. It was, 
the game was middle of the road for me, and every time something would happen with the camera, um, or any time I had to do something precise in combat, I, it was just like, I feel like I'm fucking hoping for the best here, and that's that's not fun. All right, fair enough. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> fair enough. You got it all out. That's good. Um, I had a similar experience. I never used Jade's special move. Um, I actually forgot half the game that I had it. Uh, I actually enjoyed the combat, which is kind of funny. Um, it, like you said, it is just button mashing, but like you said, it's fun. It's fun to mash that button. Um, you sort of you have free range when you're... Uh, I don't want to say aiming, but you control where you're facing very easily with the uh, joystick. So if you hit X in a certain direction, you're automatically going to turn and swing that way, which I liked. Um, I liked using the support characters. Overall, I actually didn't mind the combat. Um, wasn't anything fantastic. Everything but the slaughterhouse, I enjoyed. Um, there was a couple stealth spots in the slaughterhouse I didn't enjoy, but overall, I did like the stealth as well. But that's me. Uh, how about you, Pam? What did you think about the combat? I thought it was okay. Um, on the topic of Jade's special ability, I remembered that it existed. I found I almost never had a chance to use it because something would hit me when I was charging up. I tried, though. <laughs> yep, I hear you. Um, I found I generally liked the stealth more than the combat. So when I found there was something that where I couldn't stealth and I had to, you know, shoot the guy's gas tank with my right whatever it's called, uh, yeah. I, I ended up being kind of, getting kind of mad, like especially right at the very end of the game when you're on the moon and there's no combat at all and then all of a sudden there's just these two guys and I had the <laughs> hardest time getting past those two guys because uh, I couldn't like line up my shots quick enough to hit them both. So uh, the combo was okay. I feel like some of the boss fights were pretty well done, but the just general combat was, uh, you know, nothing special. Yeah, and that's a good point. I forgot that there were a few boss fights as well. Um, yeah, none of them were, were crazy spectacular, I agree. Um, but I guess we'll talk about them a little more when we talk about our favorite levels and whatnot. Um, what did you think about the spaceship fight at the end? I liked that one. Um Two. I thought that was fun. Again, I liked that you could lock on to the different points and shoot it that way rather than having to sort of like free aim it. Uh, I thought that was a pretty a pretty fun because it was sort of like an on-rails shooter a little bit, which gave you something a little bit different than the rest of the game. True. I agree. And even though aiming and moving around was, was inverted the wrong way, I found it actually made it more fun at that for some reason in that one moment. Um, yeah, I like that fight a lot. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, it sounds like everybody's pretty similar. Eric, anything to add to that? Did you have a similar experience? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I wanted to. I wanted to ask about one thing. I mean, sure. You guys mentioned, um, you know, your your teammate in the combat. Um, I feel like there was, uh, in my case, I felt like there was almost nothing there, with the exception of using the special to get some of the enemies to bounce in the air so that you could knock them into things. Yeah. I don't know why that other person was there. And they had this mechanic where you could, <coughs> excuse me, you could offer them health. And in fact, yeah. oftentimes when I would talk to them, I would accidentally select, <laughs> do you want something to eat or whatever it was. Yeah. But that one time, and, and this just happened uh, in the very end of the game, one time did the uh, my partner's health 
affect the game in any way. And it was actually I allowed somehow Double H to die. Yeah. Um, he actually died. He was actually getting attacked for so long that he eventually died. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought that was sort of a weird, sort of a missed opportunity. I don't, I don't know if they were going for something there or not, but I, w I guess I was wondering what your experience was with the combat with the other guy because he did nothing except for the yeah. special. Yeah, you're right. And if it wasn't, if you didn't need him to knock something in the air to hit them into electricity or something like yeah. that, uh, it was almost pointless. I, I found the same thing. Okay. And, and it was just a nuisance because the, the one time, I think it was Paige I let die. I can't remember. One of them died. And it ends. The game ends. It's like, you're done. Yeah. You've, you've lost now. Um, because you're able to give them the, um, the items that increase your heart count. And I kept thinking to myself, well, I'm not giving him any of my, I'm keeping all these yeah. hearts for myself. But when Me they too. die, you die. So it's like, oh, I, I guess I have to leverage that a bit uh but yeah i just found it a nuisance i it was very similar other than using them for puzzles and knocking the guys into electricity it was a nuisance um how about uh low what did you think about the combat and did you use your support guys oh i love that the word everybody keeps repeating is forget because yeah. i forgot everything in combat <laughs> i i never used the special i never used my buddy uh, and I pretty much always forgot to heal too. So I had to keep all those hearts for myself because I didn't pay any attention to my health. I just went in and started tanking my way through it as I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the buddy system, as far as I'm concerned, was exclusively for puzzle solving purposes. Um, the only time that I can think of that anyone was kind of of any use was in, uh, I guess, I guess it was a final battle. Um, when, double douchebag steps in and kind of shields you and right. then he just sits there and whines that he can't hold on much longer and yada 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 but um i found because the the oversimplification of the combat system most of the battles in which you're just being attacked by waves of bad guys it got old for me it was just kind of boring um i more enjoyed the combat in the vehicles as annoying as that could be i sort of liked sort of swimming around and that you know they would try to give you advice and i wouldn't follow it because fuck those guys sailing it's called sailing thank you mom <laughs> and uh I like so i, I got to find theory. my own fun tactics for those battles and i guess it was just a little more open for me and in a, a game in which combat is not a outstanding feature i enjoyed that more yeah i was the same way hovercraft and the spaceship fights were my were my favorite they just seem faster more fluent uh, yeah i agree completely. all right uh any other thoughts on combat from anyone let's uh let's talk a bit about collecting the pearls then um so the game think of like uh old school n64 collecting games or just think of mario 64 you need to collect stars in mario 64 to open up doorways to continue on in this game, it's you collect pearls to open up the way on, except the way that you open it is to upgrade your ship to, to different areas. Um, collecting these pearls is, you know, some 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 missions were fun, some were kind of annoying. Uh, what did you guys think about collecting pearls? How about you, Pam? Uh, this time around, it wasn't something I really went out of my way to do. Um, I've 100%ed the game on a previous playthrough, so I wasn't going 
that way uh, for this time. Though at the same time, I am an explorer. So when I was in the main city, I would go and explore and find those little alpha sections, stealth, uh, stealth yeah. levels where you would end up getting pearls at the end. But I liked uh, how the pearls were sort of a uh, a kind of like like a gating mechanism, but not an overly harsh one mm. for uh, progressing in the game by getting the new gear and things at Mama Go Garage. Um, I do like col collection things. I find this game was really good about the collections. Like a lot of Ubisoft games sort of now go way overboard on all the side quests and collections and things to do. Whereas I found this game was in a good spot for that, where there was some extra things to collect, but not anything overwhelming. That's a great point. Um, you, you sort of feel like you're getting, you're getting there. Like, you can see that counter. It has a counter right from the start. I think it's 88 or something like that, but it shows you right from the start. Um, and at first, I, I got that first pearl, and I was like, wow, I had to work really hard to get this pearl. I don't know how I'm going to get 88 of them. But you sort of see that progression as you go. It starts building up a lot faster than you might think, and it isn't overwhelming. And it does sort of make you want to go out and just sort of get those last few. Um, and you brought up a great point about the those uh, Alpha Section headquarters in the city. Um, which I thought were some of the funnest parts of this game were doing those. They were challenging. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of them end with those chase sequences where you're running away from the main Alpha Sections guy. Oh, um, yeah. I love that part. I loved I loved the stealth part, and I loved running from that guy part. Um, yeah. What about the races? Did you do the races this time? Uh, yeah, I did all the races. I didn't do all the looters caves, but I did all the races. And I found those were fun, although P1 mentioned about shooting the other racers and i didn't even think to do that because i'm not hostile but oh man that they said three two one go and i was i was laying on that those lasers <laughs> so what I happens was... they, them, they, they, they spin out they smoke and you you take oh. them out <laughs> you can take them out huh? okay oh yeah sorry pam sorry go ahead I mostly just used my boosters a lot for that, but I did like the races except for the beginning where that guy with the really obnoxious voice is counting oh, yeah. down the race. I did. I didn't like him very much. Yeah. He was a but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't mind the races either. Um, looters cave. I liked the first one. I didn't like the second one. How many years there are total looters cave? There's four, I, I think. Oh my gosh. I only knew of the two. Um, I like the first one. I got frustrated with the second one. I never went back and did any, any of the others. Um, but yeah, all these little side ones are pretty fun, I think, um, considering they didn't need to put them in. Uh, it feels sort of like Diddy Kong racing controls with the hovercraft sort of thing. Um, yeah, I didn't mind those at all. Um, but yeah, how about uh, how about you, Lo? What, did you collect all the pearls or which ones did you like collecting? It's kind of irking me because I too have that explorer's nature and it, because it gives you the template right at the beginning of the game and you know there's 88 pearls and I'm like, I have to get them all. <laughs> but um, between this sort of middle road enjoyment of the game and then the fact that I really wanted to get it finished, I didn't want to wait, you know, until December to finish right. the game. Um, I, I ended up kind of putting it aside and just decided that was not going to be a thing that I was going to strive for but it sort of happens by accident um they really don't hold out on you in terms of pearls you get pearls for fucking everything it's true you did you you use 10 pictures of film here's a pearl you yeah, I don't know. you just get them for everything so I ended up 
collecting a fair few of them without even trying. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. You, you think you're never going to get 88, but all of a sudden you have 80. There you go. And then you can choose to get those last few if you want or not. Um, but yeah, when you were saving for the last upgrade for the spaceship, was there anywhere in particular you went? I went to the, that, the top of Black Isle. I don't know if everybody went there or not. Um, that's where I went. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. There was like 10 up there or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about you, Eric? What did you think about collecting the pearls? Well, the, I, I, I enjoyed it. And I, um, this was my first playthrough and I decided that I was going to try to get them all. And and one of the, and I did, I ended up getting them all. And and one of the reasons I did is because this, this game is, is right up my alley in terms of the way they structured it. They told you how many you had or how many you needed and how many you had and how many you had remaining. And then they give you this uh, pearl detector, which you don't have to buy. It's an option, but you can buy it. And I did, which tells you, where these things are located roughly, right? If it's on the map that you're on, it'll tell you that they're there. And so this is perfect for me because I, I hate having to, you know, search everywhere in the entire world to, to know where the ones I'm missing are, right? So this one tells you where they are. And even if you haven't stumbled across them, it'll tell you, hey, there's one in this room that you haven't been to yet. So that really appealed to me. And so I, I did, um, and the same thing for the animals, although I, I messed up on the animals and I think I missed a few, but, um, I did get all the pearls and I, I found it, uh, I found all the side quests, the looters caves were fun. The races were fun. And then all those alpha sections, as you mentioned. So, uh, awesome. yeah. And at the end, it definitely accelerated as you completed missions or went to that thing, you'd get like 10 or so at a time. So yeah. it wasn't like you were really collecting 88 because in several cases you got multiples at once. So it's true. It's it was true. far, far smaller number. Eric yeah, um, couldn't update his spreadsheet fast enough. <laughs> right on eric is there a reward for collecting all the pearls uh, at the end as far as i know uh the only reward i got was well there were two the sense of accomplishment and the achievement. <laughs> are, are your kids achievement. in the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah. Listen, listen closely children sense of accomplishment no there there's an achievement on the um on the Xbox 360 on the HD remake. Oh, so that's it. Oh, th- you know what? Th- am I thinking of the right thing? I think you might get a yeah. disc, which opens up yeah. a, a mini game. I think uh, that's probably it. Cause I, I was, I wanted to get all the achievements cause you didn't need the max pearls and the max animals for the achievement, but there was one achievement for collecting 10, 10 M discs. And I think I only got eight probably because I did not get all the pearls and all the animals. Oh, okay. oh, there so, is no achievement. Okay, I, I guess I'm mistaken. But yeah, there is one for the discs. That's right. Yeah. Um. So what was the minigame that, that, that unlocked? Um, I played it for about five seconds, and it has <laughs> something to do with racing a pearl. I, I don't even know how it works. I was, I think I was controlling a pearl, and there was another pearl, and we were racing through an obstacle course. Okay, all right. But I kept crashing, and I'm like, "Is this destroying my pearls that I just collected? Am I am I losing pearls by doing this?" So I stopped playing, determined it wasn't destroying them, and then I never went back. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I was wondering what I was missing out on. Um, I'm happy you guys clarified that. Okay, cool. Um, P1 collecting the pearls. Uh, I I echo exactly what Eric just said. I love that you got the detector that told you where the animals are. I love that you got the detector that told you where the pearls are. Uh, I love that none of them were super difficult to get. Uh, it was it was part of the game I really actually enjoyed was the, you could just sort of bob around and go get your photos. Because like Eric said, there's nothing worse than you're sitting there staring at the screen going, 
fuck me, I've got two pictures left to take. Where the fuck? I gotta fucking go around and take a picture of every one of these goddamn animals again. Um, so I really, they did that really well. They did the side quests really well. You don't have to do them, uh, but it's a ni- it's nice when you're when you're staring at the screen. And you're like, I fucking am going to kill somebody if I have to uh, try and fight or use this camera one more time. I'm just gonna go bomb around and uh, collect some stuff. And I really enjoyed the collection portion. Eric Eric nailed it. they uh, by putting in those two features. They really made it um, fun and easy. Again, this the game itself is is very. It's nobody will. I don't. I don't suspect anybody will play this game and think, "Man, this is too hard." Uh, And that is a good selling point. That is because not every game has to be Castlevania Three. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. nice to have that game that is. You can just sit back, relax, and enjoy it, assuming you're comfortable with the camera angle the way it is. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of camera angles, um, let's get into our favorite and least favorite uh, levels and bosses. Um, my favorite fight is actually the last boss battle. Um, and it's funny that you bring up the camera because uh, the, the boss inverts your movements at one point as well. Um, so left is right, up is down, and whatever. And you have to sort of hit him in the opposite area. Anyway, uh, my favorite boss battle, probably the last one. Least favorite level would be the slaughterhouses. Favorite would probably be the Black Isle, I would guess. Um, but what about you guys? What, what levels did you like? What levels did you not like? How about you, Lo? I think I'm echoing you full stop. Um, that last boss fight was just so awesome. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it, it really it had everything. And then by the time you get there, you're finally kind of comfortable with the way things work. Mm-hmm. and um it, it just has everything it's the epitome of the design in the game the music is fucking outstanding and then you know you know what you have to do and you, and you just you go in and you do it and, and that that whole level the i guess the moon level yeah um, moon in general was pretty great yeah, yeah that i found the game picked up its pace at that point for me and that was like the huge selling point that's what got me through it as i just kept going okay finally we're getting going now let's do this let's do this let's do this um, as opposed to like the slaughterhouse, which was incredibly slow moving for me. So I guess that gets downvoted. Um, on the moon, I just remembered after that light puzzle, when you're trying to save page, um, I couldn't figure out where to go. You had to like slide up like in between this glass wall and, uh, and the normal wall. It's right past that area. I yeah. could not, like I was running around. I was trying, I couldn't, I thought maybe I had to get the light to go into there somehow. Yeah. I did not realize that I could slip in there. Did anybody else have that issue? I had that exact issue. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I walked around for a while. And and they, they made this really long, if you recall, there was a really long walkway. And yes. Uh, yes. it kind of got annoying because I'm like, well, do I go back? Wait, do I go walk all the way back over there to get the light, oh, come back? Man. I think I went back and forth a couple times. And then I finally accidentally... Me too. <laughs> ...attached to the wall. And I'm like, okay, that's what they're going for. I should have I should have seen it. I, thought I seem to recall the exits kind of looking the same. And I guess I just picked the right one because I got about 10 paces in and then I got the phone call from the governor or whatever. He's alive! And then I just had to turn around and go back and get him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But even after that, I was just... You couldn't really tell unless you accidentally walked up. It just looked like there was that glass door in your way. Like, you couldn't get through. Yeah. Uh, but I anyway. tried having Double H smash it. And Me tried too! Me <laughs> I'm punching it and doing whatever I can. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. I think I was actually in the process of attacking it when I accidentally slipped up against yeah. the wall. Probably, yeah. Well, I'm yeah, so happy. I think, 
I think some of the mechanics like squeezing in between the doors and using your ranged weapon to hit buttons, like they're used infrequently enough that you sort of forget about them. <laughs> so true. Yeah. I found that a few times where yeah. it was like, I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And then right. I would like look it up and it would be like, just shoot that button over there. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. There was I, a few the shit that zoom I guess I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a few yeah. times with those buttons. Oh my god! I know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Eric, favorite and least favorite levels, and maybe favorite least favorite boss fights too. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm gonna uh, let me ask this part first. So you guys mentioned I, I was gonna actually raise a complaint about that final boss, and I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like to hear your take on it because uh, sure. you guys enjoyed it. Um, I felt that that final boss sort of changed the rules. Now, it's possible I'm not remembering the other bosses in the game, but this was my recollection of this was this was the first time in the game where no matter how many times you hit the thing, you weren't doing any damage. You actually had to avoid in the very last stage, the part you're talking about with the reverse controls and even before that. You actually had to avoid as I understand it because I had to look it up because I couldn't beat him. You have to avoid getting hit eight times in a row. You have to hit him perfectly eight times in a row. Yeah. You now, hit him. which means you're you because I attacked him for minutes. Just I'm just hitting him, and he's flashing red, and he's flashing red. But apparently, I'm not doing any damage because every time he attacks me or hits me, it resets. Oh, so I didn't that, even know that. That change. Okay, well, so you're a better gamer than I am. No, no. Because <laughs> you could you could hit that thing over and over again forever. Until he 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 kills you and do no damage because you have to avoid getting hit eight times. And there's a part where he will raise above you. He'll yes. you know you have to hit him right. He faces left, right, up, down, and then he'll go above you. And the only way to hit it there, I thought, was to, I guess you could dodge. Melissa finally told me you could dodge, but I was trying to do that jump move, that special move. And it was too long. It was taking too long. And yeah. I had to know that the next time he's going to be above me, I have to start charging my move now so that I can finish with it in time before he attacks me. So I found that the master changed the rules a little bit. Were you ever Sorry? able to successfully get that attack off? I was uh, a That's couple times. <laughs> but ultimately, I Melissa told me I could dodge. And so I, when he was above me, uh, that thing was above me, I would dodge and then he'd come down to the side and I'd hit him. And after uh, many, certainly it was the hardest part of the game for me. That I was lucky. Uh, and to, I had to look it up. Um, Cause I would have been in the same boat as you. I was lucky enough to, I dodged him the first time he went up, I accidentally dodged it. And thankfully that's all. I, I just did that from then on. Um, I didn't realize that it reset. There's a boss in Majora's mask like that. And everybody loved that fight, but I did not. And it was a very similar situation. You could keep hitting him, keep hitting him, but it keeps resetting him if you don't do it a certain amount of times. Within, and so, yeah, anyway, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was fortunate with this one. Um, how about uh, for your favorite boss fight then? Oh, I don't know. I guess I liked um, I liked uh, that spider thing when you were in the uh, tractor beam. Oh I yeah, Pam, I think yeah. Pam was uh, maybe that was the one she was talking about before, where you could. He's got first of all, he's got big bright red lights on him where you're supposed to attack him, and you can track, you can hone your missiles, lock your missiles onto it. So it was just a matter of avoiding the energy beams and, and shooting him. And there are a couple of phases to it. And 
That's a good fight. But but honestly, uh, P two, the my answer that's my answer because I don't remember anything before that, which I think is a, a comment on the the game generally. I yeah. don't. Nothing is really standing out to me other than the things I played last night. Yeah, yeah. that seems to be a common theme this uh, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was like a snake one. Um, you sort of walk over him to get to the platform, and then he comes alive. Um, but that's that's all I'm really remembering. Um, but yeah, okay. How about you, Pam? I really liked all the boss fights. Um, as opposed to all the just generic combat. Um, like even in the first uh, alpha sections area, which I don't remember what it's called, um, there was a boss where you'd have to like shoot it in the eye and then it would sort of cower and then you'd go up and you'd hit it a bunch of times. Uh, but I really liked everything on the moon. So I liked this section where you're fighting the ship and the tractor beam. And then after that, there was more of like a, shoot them up stage where there's all the little um the little planes flying around and you're shooting at them and then i did like that last boss fight too which sort of combined all of the skills you had learned throughout the game into one fight although i did also have a problem when the boss went above you because often i would dodge and he wouldn't attack so i would just be like dodge 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 and he'd just sit there and wait for me to like oh. slow down a second and then he'd hit me but I did like that and I found it just holding I had to hold my controller upside down in order to do that because I can't do it any uh, other way <laughs> interesting idea smart <laughs> yeah um and then as far as least favorite uh anything any place where I get lost so I think it was the slaughterhouse getting in at uh, once you get through the racetrack yeah. but just like the original getting into the slaughterhouse and then there's those like three separate zones uh so where you're in your hovercraft sort of looking for where to go i don't i don't enjoy being lost in video games so that was definitely my yeah. least favorite i had the same experience with the, the slaughterhouse um once i discovered at first i didn't realize i was going for three different areas um i just thought one would connect to all three once i realized on the map you can see where to go in for all three it was okay but my God, was I ever confused until I figured out that I did not like the slaughterhouses. And like I mentioned earlier, the PS2 version has this haze. It's like a greenish brown haze over it, which made it even less appealing. Um, I seen P1 in that area and it was so much clearer on that GameCube. Um, but yeah, my least favorite level by far, by far. Um, but yeah. All right, P1, how about you? What, what did you think about the boss fights? What was your favorite uh, level? By far? How far did you get? We should say first too. I just finished section one of the slaughterhouse. Um, so uh, double douchebag <laughs> said, uh, he said, the last thing he said to me was, uh, now we have to find ways into the other two central rooms. Um, so the only two boss fights I remember are the blue snake that you get Paige. He comes up out of the holes in the ground. You have to hit Y, so Paige stomps him, and then he's stunned, and then you hit him. And then the big mechanical spider when you first get uh, double H and you both have to hit a leg at the same time, not a spider, I should say, you only got two legs, a big mechanical walking thing. You got to hit each of the leg at the same time and then oh, shoot yeah. a, a disc into the back. Um, but it's all, I assume they're all going to be like that. I hit Y, I hit the other side and then I shoot it. Um, I don't like any of the combat. Uh, fuck the combat. I like the stealth parts. I, uh, that's the part I like. I like sneaking past the guards. I like, 
uh, crouching and hiding in shadows. I like the stealth parts of this game, and uh, if I do continue to play it, it'll be mostly I'm gonna see if I how how much I can stealth. Um, oh, I'm gonna add a, I'm gonna Adam Jensen it and see if I can do the whole game as a stealth mission. I like the sound of it. We need a Deus Ex uh, game of the month. Man. No, I can't. I tried no. to play. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, cool. Um, anything else gameplay wise that you guys wanted to mention? Something we haven't covered yet. Um, how did people feel about like the like the little little mini games, like the pool and the shell game? Oh yeah, the shell game. Um, I didn't mind the shell game. It's uh. Reminded me of like a Mario Party kind of mini uh, mini game, um, and I crushed the... it at that air hockey. Really, I like terrible. Oh man, I I practiced twice and I was like, well, I just beat him twice. Uh, I'll just go ahead and win this. Um, I lost it, twice it, in practice. Yeah, it was <laughs> two two practice wins, one win for a thousand. Um, well, I don't know what they were the money, um, the currency, a thousand currencies. Uh, no, it wasn't pearls. It's the little. Credits or credits. units or yeah, yeah. You pay, yeah, sorry, you pay and he gives you a pearl. Credits, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. The, I like that he Eric mentioned he was the shark, so he was like a pool shark. You know what I mean? Oh um, my gosh, I didn't even think about it. Really? <laughs> nope. Carry on. <laughs> you, you know the problem I had with that. Uh, what did you call it? The, the pool game? The puck? Uh, air hockey yeah, or whatever? Air yeah. hockey game. And I, I couldn't believe this at first. I, I played it a couple times and thought I must be missing a control here. Was that? And and. Gosh, I hope I'm right about this because if you can't control it, I'm going to be upset. You could not control which puck you shot next. Uh, it it always went to whichever one was closest from the one you shot last. Okay. Um, I, I found that really annoying that I couldn't – it just picked the one and it was like, well, this is not in the right position at all. I'm just going to have to shoot it at the wall or something and, and hope I get cycled through. Yeah. I I, I struggled with that part, but uh, – I suck. It was enjoyable. <laughs> Oh, man, I crushed it. I killed it. I oh. I went and bought an air hockey table afterwards and built a couple of bumpers <laughs> inside. I got one set up in the basement now. <laughs> yeah, oh, that God. was that was. You know what? But you know, I didn't have to control the camera in that part, so it was fucking. I was like, all right, on set camera angle. Let's do this. <laughs> oh God, I sucked at it. How about you, Pam? What did you think of those? I liked it. I found I was pretty good at the air hockey, and I don't know why I called it pool before, um, but. <laughs> The one thing is, like, if I missed that first shot, like, if I didn't get that first puck through the alleyway, I just would just get creamed. But as long as I got the first shot and got off to a good start, I, I would usually win. And I really liked the the music during that point in the game as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that bar, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can double shoot. Um, Because I when I'm using a game controller, my thumb is just fucking going crazy on that that A. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that because when you shoot it, the target stays on it at first and it doesn't come off right away until it goes into the the groove. So you can shoot it twice. I'm I'm almost positive. I'm pretty pretty sure I was able to speed them up as they got there. Um, Oh, man. Oh, man. I fucking I crushed it. You want to come over? I'll give you a lesson on how to game. I kind of want to watch it to uh, (laughs) make me feel better. I'd like to see somebody beat him. We're gonna make this official sport. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a thing now. Low, what beat my score. Beat my score for the fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are leaderboards in the HD edition. Is there really? Yeah, I don't know if it's for those games particularly, but like, um, I think in the races, right? There's like a best time and oh, interesting. So on and so forth. Um, I found those mini games. Um, I, I guess they must have just been tuned to the difficulty of the game. 
um, I didn't find them very difficult at all either. If uh, I, like combat, if you just mash the button, you'll get in there. Interesting. God, I hated that game. I can't believe this. Oh my, I gotta go practice this now. I am embarrassed. Are you gonna practice with your feet? Yeah, maybe that's my mistake right there. <laughs> wow, all right. Cool. Anything else? Anything other than, than that? We cover the only all... other notes I have here are the stupid time attack exercises. There was a couple of areas in the game where you have to do it under a certain amount of time. I hate those. Uh, I don't care how easy it is. I hate those. Yeah. It, oh, you, you mean that one part with the self-destruct sequence? There was more than one. Okay, for me. I only remember that. I mean, I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering a lot. <laughs> I'm totally blanking on this. Can you There's... explain more? <laughs> I remember that self-destruct. I wish I could remember where they're at, but they're somewhere smushed in the middle of the game. I know there's <laughs> one where you have like five minutes and that was easy enough. And then the second one is like two minutes. And I remember thinking, oh God, like I, I just, I hate that. I hate when that pops up in games. That's one of my pet peeves. When you have to, well, and especially with something else we can mention is the the loading screens in this game. Oh yeah. Which even oh. in the new and improved shiny HD edition take for fucking ever. <laughs> and there's like a million of them. Like every section in this game is like four paces and then it's boom, loading screen, loading screen, loading screen. The GameCube, oh. the loading screens were seconds. They were yeah. like really quick. Double I mean, uh, less distance to go on that disc, I guess, but uh Oh boy. <laughs> uh, no, they were, I I didn't I like you saying loading screens now? I had to actually stop and think. There's fucking what loading screens is she talking about? Because they're that they're that condensed or that fast. Yeah, it's. I mean, part obviously how long they take, but it's that there's so many of them, and it got to that point where like you're playing the game and then you go and reach for your bag of chips, and <laughs> you know <laughs> you're just eating a hell of a lot of chips. <laughs> Double H gets poisoned, and you have to get him back to the iris. Yeah, that and he is oh, so slow. He's like, Jade, I can't see you. <laughs> Come on, man. Keep up. Like 50 minutes to get on the boat, you know? Yeah. Jade, wait for me. Oh my fuck. Let him I'm gonna run back there, get the get the fucking antidote and run back to you in less time. Jade, I can't keep up. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, escort quests. Escort quests suck. Yeah, especially worse. when they're on a timer yeah and he's so slow oh my god but yeah okay cool um anything else did we get it all i don't feel good <laughs> why did you bring that up <laughs> what was with the random use of slow-mo yeah true they're just random points in the game where it would just slow down for yeah. no apparent reason Every time you do that special attack, slow yeah. down. Yeah. Oh. I made a note of that. All right. Well, with that said, let's get into the sound of the game.
Um, there were a couple tracks that stood out to me. Mama Go Shop is the one that I liked the most. Had a reggae sound to it. Um, I don't know why it just stood out. Uh, how about uh, P1? What did you think? What, what were your tracks? Music's good. I like music. Uh, the racing tracks are a lot of fun. Um, I like the racing parts. Uh, I actually I won uh, race one and race two on my first try both times. Uh, but I went back and raced them again. Uh, huh? like, so I was like, oh, what if I can get another pearl? And he can't. But uh, And then after I found out I couldn't, I raced it again anyway. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, part of me likes the uh, ability to drive and shoot the assholes around me. Um, <laughs> it made me sort of live vicariously through that. Uh, and the other part was the music. I just I really enjoyed those little racing bits. And the, the music overall in the game and the sound effects, spot on. We did a great job of that. Good. Good call. Uh, how about you, Eric? What's been up to you? Yeah, the only, the only song that stands out to me is the racing song. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. So I, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. Music was serviceable. Service. I, it was there. All right. uh, I Lo, I know you mentioned the uh, end soundtrack. Was there any other songs that stood out? I found the, the soundtrack to this game as a whole was brilliant. Um, it, it was handled, it seemed to me, more like a movie score than a video game soundtrack, which, again, for the time was pretty rare. A lot of games just had game soundtracks, you know? They were sort of tuned specifically for that purpose. Um, I'm going to have to look into getting this soundtrack because I enjoyed it a lot. Really? Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I thought it was, yeah, it was okay. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to hear what the whole soundtrack together sounds like on its own. I've never listened to it yet. I, I think the most, sorry, no, the most off-putting part of the game, like I said, was probably the voice acting and how forced... <laughs> And delivered it off it was and then the fact that but nobody in this game ever shuts up and they say the same thing over and over and over again Good even job, when man. you when you um complete a roll of film and then she chimes in with the oh my god just shut up already <laughs> completed yep. another roll here's your pearl yeah. how about when uh the alphas die and they have that epic death which rivals golden axe yeah it's pretty good yeah. That's the one where they uh, float up and explode. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pam, how about you? Soundtrack. I thought that the soundtrack in general was very strong. Uh, it sort of served the game sort of like multicultural thing that had going on. Like there was a little bit of everything. Uh, at the same time, if you were to ask me to hum a few bars, I couldn't, but that's sort of par for the course for me and soundtracks. Uh, but I thought the music was really good and it really fit, uh, really fit with the sort of whatever was going on at the time in the game. Yep, fair enough. And that's a good point. You, you do definitely get a lot of different flavors in that. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I mirror what uh, Lo said about the uh, voice acting for the most part. It wasn't that sold on it. I did like Jade's voice though. I had nothing on Jade's voice. Um, but overall, you know what? I like Paige's voice too. I don't care. <laughs> I like Paige. I don't know why. I really like Paige. Does he remind you of me? <laughs> huh. <laughs> Interesting. He does have it's that very similar. You know what I mean? The way that I kidnapped you as a small child and yeah. took you away from your parents to. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> huh? Moving on. End of show. All right. Uh, any other soundtrack or sound effects or anything anyone wanted to discuss? I think sound was pretty basic overall. Um. So Lo will listen to it and get back to us. Uh, 
let's get into the graphics then. Uh, the biggest thing I wanted to discuss was the difference between HD and the regular. Um, Pam, you have the most experience with this. Uh, if somebody were to play it today, do you think it really would be a big deal? Would you recommend the HD one over the original? Um, again, I am probably literally the worst person in the world <laughs> to ask about this. Uh, people complain about frame rates and resolutions and like as long as it's not like 360 compared to 1080 uh i don't i don't know i have no idea i don't notice it <laughs> i'm the same way i know i um as far as i'm like from my experience with the ps2 one and seeing my brother play the gamecube one i would recommend at least the gamecube one but you can get that hd one on for cheap all the time so if i were to recommend it to somebody i would say probably that one because the ps2 one really does have a muddy haze there's no doubt um yeah let's talk about the character designs and stuff like that enemy designs is there anything we sort of covered most of it is there anything else anybody wanted to discuss maybe some enemies we didn't cover before no i uh i love it i love the art style i love cell shading it, it lasts for a very long time it ages quite well um and i guess i haven't seen the ps2 version that you said but i on the gamecube it was crystal clear. It looked. I don't know how it could look better in HD than it did on the GameCube. Uh, I'm not sure what changes they would make to it. Yeah, I've seen screenshots of the HD, and it does look very similar to that GameCube one. And this originally released on PC, um, so I'm imagining that one would have been a good version too, um, with you know, max specs. And but yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> Anybody else want to talk about the graphics? All I've got is like the I, I love the artwork for this game and I, like I love the design and it's like I said it's got that sci-fi. I really enjoy it. It set a tone for me going into it, having never played it before. Like I'm interested. Um, I found again I'm playing the HD on PS3. I found it overall pretty dark, and I, I don't know if that's got something to do with having been ported from ps2 and allegedly remastered um but I, I i don't know it just didn't have the definition that i was hoping for i understand that it was designed this way like it's supposed to be kind of dark and moody and you, the end of the world kind of thing yeah. but um it was sort of difficult to look at at times that's not mine it's, it's like the colors pop on the game it is right really different it's it so different. it's colorful you can it's vibrant you can tell exactly what everything is um i'm starting to think you guys get ripped off yeah, evidently the gamecube <laughs> is the definitive version of this game because no no this joke. hd i mean i'm I, i'm playing it and i'm finding myself thinking i don't really know what's hd about this and i'm kind of like pam i'm not big on graphics and frame rates and all that crap either but um, I, I, don't, I don't find this one particularly special. Mm. And the, oh, other I, than that, the only thing I have to say is obviously it's aged. Yeah. Even yeah. for the time, I don't think the character design was necessarily top notch. Right. Which I think, I think, like, I think that's the charm they were going for. But I don't know if it's because they wanted to do that or if it was a limitation. I don't know. But it is a unique look for sure. The other thing I wanted to mention was in contrast to that, I found the expressions in this game were quite good. Uh, every time Jade makes a face, like it really comes through. Yeah, they really focus on her brow. Like <laughs> you get, they get a lot out of that brow. No doubt. Fuzzy brows. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, they look crisp and clean from afar, but when you get up close, <laughs> Earl. That's that HD remaster, bro. Um, but yeah, I seen P1 playing the game in the slaughterhouses, which was gritty and dark and, and muddy on mine, but it was super like bright and clear on his. So it really is drastically different. I don't know. I'm trying why. to think. There, it might have been the part where you're going to the uh, the Alpha's underground area there and it's a series of like pillars that you have to run across and then you have to dangle off the end and then drop down i guess after the red beam of death disappears or something like that and i remember it's my first time in the section and i'm kind of looking around going like what am i supposed to do you know where do i go because it was so dark right and, and because of the camera and everything else like i just found myself looking at it for a long time going i'm not entirely sure how to get through this without jumping into a red beam yeah <laughs> fair enough fair enough i uh, yeah uh, i wonder if because my gamecube is s video and i'm playing it on a sony trinitron crt so i wonder if that is why it looked you're cheating so so much better because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. those those are really good tvs and uh i, I don't i see the s video i never noticed that much of a difference in sprite based games i know i do notice some difference um but I wonder if that's maybe why it looks so much better here, Mark, than it did on... Uh, I don't know. PC. This is the first time I've ever seen two games, the same game on two different systems look that much different. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got it weird. blown up on a big 60-inch television here, and the, the menus and everything, very crisp, no problems at all. But just certain areas in that game, the way it's designed, I don't know. I found it kind of difficult. It's almost like you guys should have just played it on a Nintendo console. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or modded other console or cables or... <laughs> yeah. modded it comes designed with this video uh, <laughs> all right well with that said i guess uh that is pretty much beyond good and evil um sort of an interesting experience this podcast was um i'm curious to hear what other people have thought but before we get to that let's get into our last impressions our overall thought um would you play this game again uh if not, what would need to be changed? And would you suggest this to other people who haven't played it? Um, you know what? Let's start with you, P1. I do the last. I like to wrap it all up at the end. All right, fine. <laughs> all right, Eric, you, you go first, my man. All right. Well, I, I, I enjoyed the game. I'm, I'm definitely glad I played it. Uh, it was not too difficult. It was not too long. Uh, the collecting parts of it, the side quests were not overdone as I think Pam mentioned earlier they gave me the right tools to complete them uh, the stealth was very good the combat was okay basically I enjoyed my time with this game uh, and I, I I give it a solid B um, I would recommend other people to play it uh, it's 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 an experience I, I, I think it's got a fine story and it, it's it's worth about 15 hours or so that's how long it took me I'm sure other people can do it quicker it's worth about 15 hours it's enjoyable uh, but I have no intention of ever uh, playing it again um, I think I got what I needed out of this game um, I mostly completed it I think I missed an animal here and there I may go back I may not but I doubt I'll ever play through it again but I think somebody or people should experience it at least once Wow. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to just copy you. That was <laughs> I had the exact same experience by the sounds of things. Um, yeah, people should check it out for, their, for themselves at least once. Um, but yeah, I'm probably never going to play it again. I agree completely. Uh, how about uh, Lo? This game's got me so confused 
Like, you know, certain things had been changed. Like, I do think the, the length of the game is good for what it is. If it were any longer, I'd probably be furious. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. It's kind of like a 5 out of 10 for me. I'm on the fence. I feel Ooh. like if I had to watch this game instead of playing it, I would be bored to tears. <laughs> like, I just would not tolerate the thing after thing after thing after thing of not really getting anywhere or feeling like I'm accomplishing much. Um, and some part of me deeply wishes that I'd played it at the time when it came out. I feel like I would have had a lot more tolerance for it then. Playing it now, and especially in my present situation where my time is so limited and I, I kind of feel pressured or stressed out trying to get through it, right. it, it didn't help. Um, of course. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't think I would recommend this to the average gamer. Okay, it's fair enough. missing something. That said, for some reason, if there's a sequel, I, I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I want answers, damn it. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one confused now. <laughs> I think we're all a little confused. Um, I'm in the same boat, too. I'd like to see the sequel. Um, most of the game is... Like a five or six out of ten, I agree. I I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but <laughs> um, how about you, Pam? Well, I obviously really like this game. It's one of my sort of favorite games of this generation, the generation that it was in. Um, I do like that it has a little bit of everything: a little bit of combat, a little bit of vehicles, a little bit of stealth, a little bit of collecting. Uh, so it really appealed to me that way. Plus the lack of difficulty, which for me is a plus because I get frustrated super fast. Uh, <laughs> I would recommend it to people with the big caveat and warning that the controls are a little bit wonky and definitely take some getting used to. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed playing through it again. At the same time, I kind of agree with everyone that I feel like I'm done with it now. Like it was my favorite, my favorite PS2 game, but at the same time, like I'm good. I think I have everything I need from beyond good and evil. And I actually feel that I don't particularly want a sequel. I did for, I don't know, five years after the first game came out. And then once it just kept going on after that, now I'm just like, no, I'm good. Don't, yeah. don't bother with a sequel. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You've enjoyed your time with it. You're done with it. You're ready to move on. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, and, and just like Eric and me, I guess play through it once. That's no problem. Um, you probably will get what you need out of beyond good and evil. Um, so I can recommend it to people if you can get it at a good price because it's really not an expensive game. I think I got this PS2 one for like ten bucks or eleven bucks shipping, um, so it's pretty cheap. Um, but yeah, for that I think it was worth it, no doubt about it. If this was an expensive game, it'd be a different story. But for the price, yeah, you definitely get your money's worth. Um, all right, P1, wrap it up, buddy. Uh, you guys all said really good ones, so I don't really have anything profound to say now. Uh, it uh, it's. <laughs> It's a game that I really, really went into wanting to enjoy. Uh, I, I absolutely adore the art style, and I fell in love with it right away as soon as I put it on. That art style is, is, is amazing, and it looks so crystal clear and so good on the, on the GameCube. And despite my outburst over the, the controls, I have definitely played <laughs> games with worse, worse controls. Uh, Operation oh, yeah. Raccoon City, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> the, so the, the controls are not terrible. Uh, they're just frustrating. The camera one was specifically frustrating for me. 
Uh, will I play the whole game again? No. I do suspect that I will go and try and beat what I, as far as I've come now and beat the game um, just to get through it. Cause I really do enjoy the side stuff. I enjoy going and collecting things, uh, but it, it'll be a game that I pick at. It won't be a game that I sit and drive through. And I, I feel like for me personally, it got a sort of a rough shake uh, for me this month because it was just there. It, it had to follow shovel Knight, which is uh, a, a hands down amazing game. Uh, Majora's Mask, which became one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. Um, and uh, knowing that next month is Dead Space, which is a game that I absolutely adore. Uh, and so I, I think I held it to the standard of action-adventure games from this era, uh, as opposed to trying to remember the fact that it was done then. But like everybody said, it's easy. It's like you can sit and you don't, you're not going to get, you likely are not going to get too stressed out over it. Uh, and it's something you can just sort of enjoy your time with uh, and go through it with relative ease. Uh, so it's good. It's it's available. It's a very available game to, to, to gamers. Okay. Uh, well said. Well but said. fuck that camera. Fuck. Oh, boy. Fuck All right. You camera. had to get that in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Hey, just out of curiosity, would you continue? If it wasn't a club game, would you have ever picked it up? If it was, oh yeah, I wanted this was on my list before it was a club game. Um, okay, cool. And but if it wasn't a club game, I would have quit before the slaughterhouse. So I wouldn't have got that far. Okay, all right, good enough, good enough. Yeah. With that said, that is us. That is our podcast, our views. Um, we still have our own three word review to get to. But first, I'd like to hear some of the club members' three word reviews. I don't suppose you have those up. I do have them right here. So uh, Rob from Bonus Barrel, at Bonus Barrel, said, uh, so in order to get your three-word review read on the show, uh, we usually send a reminder tweet out, but all you have to do is play the game that month, and in that month, um, send us a tweet that, with the hashtag, hashtag CC3, the number, WR. Um, that's what Rob said? No. That's, <laughs> Good review, it was Rob. really in-depth. I don't know how he broke the Twitter 140 characters. <laughs> and managed to mash it into three words <laughs> yeah <laughs> i missed you love <laughs> um so rob's uh we'll get to rob's review so rob from bonus barrel said meh overrated boring Ooh. so he didn't love it um julian vega at jj1986 2004 said it's on ps4 uh, apparently he had had some difficulty this month trying to find it on the playstation store <laughs> Um, Mrs. Q Dog, the better half of the Q Dogs. Oh, uh, sorry, Mr. Q Dog, you're not usually I'm here, right when, here. I, when I say that. <laughs> uh, she said, "I've watched better." Um, so I guess <laughs> she right, she wasn't watched, overly impressed. You watched Airplay, um, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we have uh, Ryan Gorman from at It's Rocket Sauce, and he said, "Side Quest ruined enjoyment." Um, so that's weird. That's a sort of a different perspective because uh, I loved the side quest portions um, more so than than most of the the main line. Uh, Adam from Replayability said, "Sweet Jesus, Paige." Uh, so I think he was just quoting. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, he said, "Sweet Jesus." Yeah. Bill from Start to Continue at STC Pod said, "Frustration free experience." Um, so he enjoyed the fact that it was a little. It was easy. You could sit and enjoy it and not get too uh, worked up over it. I think um, he finished Curtis, that today. Yeah, he did. Yep. Curtis from Girlfriend Versus said, didn't play it. But uh, he wanted to get in there for the three-word review, Curtis. So thanks, buddy. Appreciate you uh, yeah, contributing. Yeah, like it. <laughs> uh, Musty Hobbit uh, wrote, it's a conspiracy. Ooh. 
And uh, Bearsford or Bearsfjord, sorry, uh, my friend Nick, um, he wrote uh, "Overrated Come on October." He's really excited for Dead Space. <laughs> so that's the three word reviews of the club members who contributed uh, three word reviews this month on Twitter. Uh, so now we're going to turn things over to our guests and find out what their three word reviews are. So I'm going to start with Eric. Uh, so we heard Mrs. Q Dog's three word review, Eric. So what was yours? Uh, my three word review is "Beyond Good Enough." Ooh, meaning it's just it's no no you don't get to explain it nope. <laughs> that speaks for itself anyway i like it i like it yeah it's a three-word review we start giving you extra words we're never going to hear the end of it <laughs> ah, that was a good review a good review uh low what's yours well we have a problem because <sighs> i don't know where darren comes down on this game oh, oh yes you don't know if he's right or wrong however um it, for anybody who played beyond hood and evil like p1 Oh. I'm going to go ahead and steal the Donovan Viper straight out of Compton. <laughs> Thanks, Lo. Uh, you make one typo. <laughs> uh, Pam, why don't you give us your three-word review? It's a pearl. Yeah. I like it. Kind of describes well the game. Said. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, P2, I told you at the start of the show you were going to have to do this. And, you know, we do it every show. Uh, and you're on every show. So, what's your three-word review? I put... Um... It was okay. Okay, that's nice. Uh, and my own three-word review for Beyond Good and Evil is, uh, good job, Yade. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. I would. So that's it. That's Beyond Good and Evil, folks. That's the podcast on the Characters Club for uh, the first episode of Season 4. I want to thank you for listening. Most importantly, I want to thank our three guests for joining us. Uh, they are Eric, also known as the Mighty Q-Dog. You can find him on Twitter uh, with the with the name at Mighty Q Dog. As well, you can find him on YouTube at the YouTube channel Mighty Q Dog. So definitely check him out. As well, we have. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh yes, thank you for being here. Uh, as well, we have Lo. Uh, you can find her at Twitter at Nintendo Lo. As well, you can go to her website and read her fantastic blogs. And the website is www. And then she games. Blogspot.com. Oh, it's just .com. Um, so, and then shegames.com. So head there. Definitely check that out. Lo, thanks for joining us. Always. And last and certainly not least, we have Pam. You can find Pam on Twitter uh, with the hashtag, or sorry, with the Twitter name at Jasyla underscore, J-A-S-Y-L-A underscore. Uh, as well, we have her uh, on YouTube for uh, Cannot Be Tamed and on iTunes and probably everywhere else. Uh, but iTunes <laughs> is the only one that matters to me uh, for the, uh, the podcast Media Mavens. Pam, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, next month we're playing Dead Space uh, you can get it on PS3, Xbox 360 and I don't know about the PS4, Xbox One issue if it's available on their stores or whatever um, it's a survival horror game in space, it's what I wish the next Metroid would be uh, and I am very excited, we have two new guests that month uh, and I, I'm, I'm at the edge of my seat waiting to talk to them um, specifically one of them who has uh, probably the sexiest gaming shelf uh, on the planet um then that is uh mr will so uh <laughs> <laughs> all those saturn games <laughs> um Still so that's it folks library card. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you're listening to this show on itunes stitcher or google play please head over to i guess those are the only spots please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcasts videos and blogs such as retro nonsense Gaming Pilgrimage, and Raiho Magnifico's blog, Retro Death. 
If you are already a member of the Cartridge Club and you are on the website and you enjoy the community, you can go to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club where you can give as much or as little as you like uh, and every cent goes directly into improving the website and the experience for everyone in the community. Uh, and we are currently in development of our first stage of uh, cell phone app, um, which you can find out about on this episode or this week's CC Weekly. I am player one. I am player two. And thanks for listening. Thank you.